0: Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome everyone to episode number 16 from Delving into Islam Q&A. This is your host Wael and it is a blessing from Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala and a privilege that I'm able to talk to you about the religion of Islam and that Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is allowing me to share my knowledge with you. Thank you so much for listening and participating and sending in all your questions and suggestions. And speaking of which, if you have any questions or suggestions, please email me at delving into islam at gmail.com. Again, delving into islam at gmail.com and I will get back to you as soon as possible, inshallah. Also, to you know receive the, the, the release dates uh, of the episodes uh, ahead of time, or you know, whenever we go on a break, or you know, the episode titles, or you know, all the plans. Basically, you can follow me on Instagram at Delving Into Slam Podcast. Again, Delving Into Slam Podcast. Now. Delving into Islam QA is basically a shorter type of episodes where I answer your questions and it's mainly, you know, dedicated to answer specific questions, you know, questions that are not too long, uh, That be- because too long, you know, the questions that take too long to answer, we make a main, uh, basically, topic out of it, not just a QA. and uh, and it's not too short for, you know, like, for example, when I get a, a short question, I immediately respond to it and answer it via email. So, yeah, today's question comes to us actually from two of our listeners, Sister Amina and Sister Susan. Um, now, thank you guys so much for, you know, sending in your questions. And they both are, uh, again, similar uh, to each other. Uh, and they are, of course, uh, regarding the Pride Month. And, to, you know, where are in the month of June. And what, you know, certain uh, governments, uh, specifically the the, the American government, they call it Pride Month. And basically, they are concerned as Muslim, uh, you know, sisters and and they are mothers, how to deal with that. You know, for the entire month, for the entire month, you go shopping, it's everywhere. Um, Turn on the TV, it's everywhere. Uh, if your kids are in public school, it's in, every, you know, it's, it's in every place in public school. Teachers talk about it, you know, they, they make speeches about it. So it's everywhere. You cannot escape it. You cannot hide your kids from it. So they are concerned and they're stressed. Uh, you know, Sister Amina was talking about how stressy, you know, she is regarding that every year. It happens. And some of her, you know, children, uh, they have questions. And so, yeah, inshallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give me, you know, the ability to be able to answer uh, such a very challenging and a difficult question. Um, because here's the thing, the challenge of the, 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 not just the LGBTQ or, you know, sexuality in general, gender confusion and all these things, it's the fahisha in general has been spreading. I know fahisha is... Uh, sins that are shameful and basically they are particularly close to sexual kind of sins Uh, the world is I've been saying this for for, for, forever basically I've been saying this for a very long time that the world is changing for the worse people are getting more ridiculous in terms of like habits and and following certain certain you know ideas and and beliefs and ideologies and it's just it's getting crazy and children our children new generations are you know paying the price uh, for that now before we talk about this and before we we address the concerns of majority by the way it's in this particular issue it's not just Muslims. You know, you have uh, practicing Christians, practicing Jews. They are really concerned about this issue. Uh, So let me first give a disclaimer, uh, something that, you know, we need to address before I tell you, uh, you know, what Islam says about this and how can we tackle it. That uh, the disclaimer is this is not political. What what I am about to say, and I know I said this many times, but again, when it comes to the LGBT, people tend to take your opinion politically, and my opinion is completely when it comes to the religion. So it's a religious opinion, and actually, it's not an opinion. I am going to state the Islamic verdict on this, the undeniable, you know, uh, Islamic verdict regarding. Things like the LGBT and and you know same sex marriage and all these things, so it's not even my opinion. I'm going to give my opinion on how can we you know maybe protect our children. But when I when it comes to the ruling on this, it's literally in the Quran and in the Sunnah and by the consensus of all the scholars of Islam. So again, this is not political. There is no politics, uh, you know, uh, behind uh, what we are about to say today. Also. Uh, Here's the thing Because a lot of people think That Muslims have a problem A major problem With with the people From the LGBTQ This is actually not true We have a problem Again Practicing Muslims We have a problem With the ideology Of of the LGBTQ Not the people Same thing goes For Christians Right We as Muslims Can deal with Christians Work with them You know Have a good relationship Have a great relationship With them actually However the idea that Jesus is the son of God is something that we cannot tolerate. So we do not tolerate the idea, but we are okay with the person as long as, you know, they're good with us. As long as it's, you know, whether it's a professional relationship, whether it's whatever. We have no problem with people. And I'm going to tell you when it becomes a problem. But for for now, Muslims by default don't have a problem with the people from the LGBTQ. However, we have a problem with the idea of the LGBTQ and publicizing the LGBT and trying to convince our children to either be part of it or support it or, you know what I mean, or accept it and, you know, basically promote it. That's what we have a problem with. But people from the LGBT, it, it's, that is an extreme that Muslims, believers, true believers should not, you know, uh, you know take. Do not take that extreme of like, you know trying to harm them or trying to like you know get them in trouble or not not even talk to them and not to treat them like they're human beings no they're, they're they're not human beings no this is an extreme and islamically speaking it's unacceptable however we have the right to protect ourselves and our children from any ideology and hear me out this is key from any ideology that contradicts our islamic Teachings, our Islamic values, things coming from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, the commands coming from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and the commands coming from our Prophet Sallallahu Alayhi Wasallam. Anything, and I'm not talking about just the LGBTQ. Anything that contradicts that is unacceptable Islamically, and we have to, you know, make a stand against it. Uh, at, at least protect ourselves uh, from it. So, do you guys understand? Again, so the first thing, this is not political. The second thing that we have no problem with the people of that group or of that you know of that community we don't have a problem with the person who identified themselves as you know from the lgbtq I mean as long as uh, not because they identify like that because again if you, if you're gonna follow that route that means you can't talk to any Christian because it's by the way it's far worse for someone to worship a human being as a god like Jesus Christ peace be upon him then someone says that I, you know, I want to engage in same-sex marriage or same-sex relationship. It's far worse for someone who worship, uh, you know, someone who calls uh, Jesus the Son of God. But we deal with Christians, no problem. Am I, am I correct? Don't you guys agree that this is far worse? Um, by the way, this is not just me saying this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Prophet said, the, earth, the, the heavens and the earth, they shake out of anger when someone, you know, claims that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a son when talking about Jesus Christ, peace be upon him. So it's the same thing. You deal with people normal, you know, you be good to them if they're good to you and it's just relationships, you know, go on. Now, the problem is when it's publicized, when it's promoted, when it's forced, you know, when we have to accept it, let alone, not even accept it, we have to also support it. This is when we say no. This is when we draw the line. We cannot do that. We will not do that for one simple reason. Again, not a political reason, not even ethical reason, even though it, this is should be, you know, uh, in our minds that ethically speaking, we should not do that. However, forget about all of this. This is... Something that contradicts our religion. It contradicts the teachings of Islam. It contradicts the values of Islam. And I do not care what you believe in. I do not care. You know, uh, whether it's regarding your sexuality, whether it's regarding your worship with with your God, whether it's regarding any political, whatever you believe in, if it contradicts Islam, I'm never going to support it. And I have the right to protect myself, my community, my brothers and sisters in Islam from it. It's that simple. Okay, so these are the, this is these are the couple of disclaimers that I have to say, and and they are true. Uh, and this is again, we don't sugarcoat. You guys know me by now. I do not sugarcoat. alhamdulillah, in in, in the podcast. I say things as is, but we have to have some respect for the other opinion or the other belief. And that's exactly what Islam teaches us, right? Now, what is Pride Month? Uh, Pride Month is actually started in 1999 uh, when, you know, President Bill Clinton basically uh, declared that the anniversary of, you know, again, the the LGBTQ that will be basically in June and during the month of June every year will be dedicated for, you know, as Pride Month. Uh, So Pride Month is something that is dedicated here in the United States uh, for the LGBTQ uh, community to basically as, you know, they have the whole month to celebrate and, you know, uh, their whatever, pride movement. So that is, in in a nutshell, what what it's formally, you know, uh, the the, the definition, the, the formal definition of Pride Month. Uh, And here's the thing, and and again, it gets crazy, and and it's everywhere, everywhere. You walk everywhere, and it's just everywhere around you, the rainbow flags, uh, you know, even in a children's section, my Lord, in certain stores, uh, specifically, and I'm going to mention names here, like Target, for example, there's a, a big... Uh, chain, uh, you know, market called Target as a shop that basically it's it's known and it's been criticized for going heavily on the LGBTQ stuff in the children's section. Again, this is not political. Like I said, it's not aiming or targeting, uh, you know, no pun intended, uh, places like Target and, and, and all these things. However, we have to speak against it, like I said. You know, you go into the children's section. I I saw the video the other day of of a woman, of a mother, even a non-Muslim mother, uh, an American uh, mother who just walked into Target, and the horrific things that are written on these T-shirts for little kids, the children's section. It's like congratulations for coming out. In the children's section. (laughs) Do you guys understand this? you know, and, and things like that. And again, when you speak against it, you will be labeled as a hater, you you know, it's, it's you, you, you hate love, right. And don't be intimidated by these, uh, you know, expressions and these notions that they throw at you. Don't be intimidated. You know, we are not promoting hate. We are literally saying, keep it to yourself. Don't, don't force it on me. Don't, Force me to support it Don't force it on my children That's all You know, we're not promoting hate And, and again, I know that doesn't even go, go for Muslims only I know they they say anybody who opposes And don't get me wrong Some people have problems with the LGBTQ For political reasons Or for, you know, cultural reasons That's not our angle at all Our problem is that Whatever they are promoting Is something that goes against uh, what Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam told us and taught us regarding relationships. Um, so don't don't be intimidated by this whole like, oh, we're spreading hate for speaking against something like the LGBTQ. No, we're not, and we know exactly what we want. And Alhamdulillah, we're very disciplined on you know what we want and you know what we basically speaking out against. So now, here is something very interesting. And this is another trend that has been happening recently, and again, it's because it's Pride Month as well, uh, but it's been happening even before then, which is Muslims being apologetic. Muslims going on social media and saying, we support the LGBTQ. Muslims who are saying there's no verse in the Quran that condemns or the, the basically Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala addresses being You know, from the LGBTQ. No, there are multiple. I'm going to mention all of them, inshallah. Or at least, you know, most of them for the sake of time. Muslims who are being apologetic. They're saying, sorry, community. Sorry, society. You know, I'm ashamed of of what my fellow Muslims are saying. Even though we're saying, do not harm me. Because, again, there are, again, because it's Pride Month. You have some extremist, you know, I don't know what kind of people, what group they belong to, but they are fighting and they're physically harming members of the LGBTQ. We stand against that as well. Do you understand? Physical harm, trying to take human rights, basic human rights, try to attack someone for what they believe in, whether you agree with it or not, is un-Islamic. Even in Islam, we say, waliyadin. You have your religion, I have mine. As long as you don't try to influence my children, do not try to influence my children. I'll protect my children from you. Again, not by harming you, but by teaching my children. I have the right to tell them that this is wrong, that they should not do that because God does not want us to do this. Okay? So again, but the struggle is, 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 is even more now Because you have to struggle with people within with, Within the Muslim community People who are saying Oh, oh it's okay Love is love It's okay Islam, uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Would never punish you Because he created you like this You were born like this And to that we say It's impossible Yes we agree that some people can have the test of falling for the same you know having fall, you know emotions or feelings for the same gender or and we address this again I had a couple episodes about this and I talked about this in detail but, you know, I want to just gloss over it and say that, like, yeah, some people could, you know, live their lives with certain hormones, like the the, uh, the hormones of the opposite, like testosterone is more for female and, uh, you know, uh, estrogen is, is more for the male. And that, hence they feel like they belong to the opposite gender. This could be true. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows you can take it. This is a test, like I said. But the straight up, like, you know, Feeling that you want to marry the same sex, and it's 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 it becomes a thing, and, and creating a community out of this, Allah Subhanahu Taala completely, completely forbade that upon us from, of course the the story of uh, Prophet Lut or Prophet Lot, peace be upon him, you know uh, when he was sent to, uh, you know the cities of uh, you know Sodom and Gomorrah, and basically the people of those cities were. From the LGBTQ, they were, uh, you know, homosexuals, and Allah subhanahu wa taala literally, you know, many times in the Quran. Like, let me let me list out a few verses. You know, uh, Allah subhanahu wa taala said in the chapter of Al Araf, verse number eighty one. Inna kum la taatun arrajala shahwatan min dunin nisai, fabel antum qomun musrifun. Allah subhanahu wa taala is talking to the males from the, the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, right? With with basically the people that Prophet Lot was sent to, and Allah is telling them, "You are basically have lust for other men, and you don't look at your women, your your wives." you are excessing in corruption. Okay. Let's move on to another chapter The chapter of Naml Verse number 55 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said what? shahwatan Same thing Addressing same type of people Again Because this is our biggest example In the Quran of the LGBTQ community Right? So Allah is addressing them And saying what? You are also You have lust for your fellow men And you are people who are Ignorant of basically the teachings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ignorant of human nature. Alright, another chapter. Al ankabut verse number 29. Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says, mm-hmm. Let me explain this. This is very interesting. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is saying again, same same pattern, right? You are you have lust for men, and you do munkar in your clubs, the gay clubs that we have in today's world, right? The the, the LGBT clubs, right? Yeah, those those clubs, they used to have that in the cities of you know Sodom and Gomorrah. They used to have that, and you used to go there and you used to practice, you know. Homosexuality and basically Munkar. The word Munkar means something that is evil. Munkar. Something that is evil. So Allah's saying, you have your own clubs. You go, you drink, you do the fahisha, and you do something Munkar. You do something evil. This is in the Quran. There is a lot more. <laughs> وَعِلْمًا ونجيناه مِنَ الْقَرِيَةِ التي كَانَتْ تَعْمَلُ Khabaith. In the chapter of Anbiya, verse number 74, Allah saying what? وَلُوتًا, talking about Prophet Luke, peace be upon him. We gave him wisdom. We gave him knowledge. And we saved him from, look at this, the قَرِيَةِ اللَّتِي تَعْمَلُوا كَانَتْ تعمل From the village, basically, the cities, that they used to do khabaith evil doings, those who used to do bad deeds, evil deeds, filthy khabith, filthy kind of deeds. They used to do all the filth type of stuff. Moving on. Allah is saying now, because of this, because of those people And they're not listening to Prophet Allah He's, He keeps saying you're doing you know, evil stuff You're doing filthy stuff Go back to Allah And they, they would never listen Guess what happened Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying I'm going to destroy these two cities I'm going to destroy those cities Because of what they have been doing بِمَا كَانُوا يَفْزِقُونَ we're going to get to that at the end of the, the, the episode, inshallah. This is, just keep, remember this. Allah brought down punishment on those people for what they have done. Another, again, proof from the Quran regarding punishing those people. In the chapter of Hajr, verse number 74, فجعلنا عليها سافلها Allah saying what, and we mentioned this when we talked about the story before, that Allah subhanahu wa taala literally lifted. He commanded angel Jibril to lift that village, that city, and flip it upside down. This is this is the punishment that happened to the people of Lot. By the way, of Prophet Lot. This is their punishment. Of course, after Prophet Lut and the believers left the city, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, because Allah commanded them to leave because Allah knew there was no hope for them. Allah let Angel to be grab the entire city on his wing, flip it upside down, and drop it, crushing those who were on it. An entire city. My dear brothers and sisters, I'm afraid. I'm afraid that we might have something similar. Not the same exact punishment, because it, ha- it has been spreading. You know, the Fahisha has been spreading, and it's scary. And again, it's nothing against those people. There are many sinners, people who drink alcohol, even though it's a major sin. But we know that everybody, that probably most people who live in the West, alcohol is normal. It's halal for them. Worshipping Jesus Christ Is for the Christians It's the norm But when it comes to fahisha Like I said Something that is shameful That is related to You know Sexuality Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Punishes Because now it becomes Filth To Allah This is filth Because here's the thing and, and, And you cannot deny this The most pure Type of sexual relationship Is between a man and a woman in the boundaries of marriage. Simple. Wallahi, wallahi it is the most simple thing ever. The most simple relationship ever. A man and a woman. Married. That's it. Pure and clean. Anything outside of that, any type of sexual relationship outside of this is filth in the sight of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Okay? And by the way, the idea that, uh, you know, that because certain Muslims are, uh, again, the apologists, they are claiming that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, is talking about the people of Lot or, you know, the people of Sodom and Gomorrah, Allah is talking about them raping other people, like men raping men and, and you know, same basically gender kind of rape. That's not the case. Don't be, again, Muslims are trying to, you say, oh, oh, no, no, Quran is not, you know, uh, telling us that this is haram. Quran is not talking about the LGBTQ or, you know, Quran is not addressing uh, this whole uh, same-sex marriage. No, 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 no. It's all about rape. Allah is angry at those people because of, you know, they used to rape others, you know, the same-sex basically rape. That's a lie. Now, they do, if there is any rape, that they used to rape other people, like visitors, other caravans, people who are not from the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Because it's very clear in the Quran that it was consensual sexual relationships. Do you guys understand? This is, there's no debate about this. This whole notion, this whole manipulation of the text of the Quran. Oh, no, no. Quran is not talking against uh, you know, same sex marriage. No, no, no. That story is all about raping. That's not true. That is not true. Raping could be involved, but Allah is very clear. You, like the, the the verses that we just mentioned, right? You have lust for other men. By the way, that applies to women too. Don't don't think because Allah is addressing men because the men were predominantly, uh, you know, having those, you know, committing those acts. So Allah's addressing the men. But it's, it's, it's a fact. Men and women, there's no such thing as same sex relations. It's all forbidden in the sight of Allah. It's filthy and it's against nature. But again, the notion that, oh, the rape, it's all about. No, it wasn't. Allah saying, you do this in your clubs. Again, in your clubs, partying and committing filth. Where's the rape in that? Allah's saying, you're committing these, you know, filthy acts. There's no rape. It's consensual sexual activity between same uh, genders, the same sex. So don't fall into that, you know, again, that trick. And I remember there was this video online of, you know, sometimes when they have meetings in terms of like the board of education for certain, you know, uh, uh, district, educational district, right? So most of them are recorded and they are basically pu- they have you have public access to see their meetings. So again, when the board of education has they they have meetings in in many districts all over the US. Usually those meetings are publicized. There there are meetings to discuss and see what's going on, the concerns of parents, the concerns of teachers and and all these things, right? So I saw a video circulating of one again, I don't know which which Uh, Which state, which town, whatever. But one board member was literally, wallahi, basically saying that some Muslim children, when it comes to the LGBTQ, they're acting like white supremacists. That lady, that board member, literally he compared Muslim young children for refusing to participate in, in, in a pride month, for refusing to you know, be part of supporting such a thing because it contradicts their religion. She's comparing them to white supremacists, to Nazis, to bigots. She called young Muslim children bigots. They probably don't even know what that word means. why because they're saying sorry it's not like they were bullying the kids with you know from the lgbtq as a matter of fact there was a kid who uh, was speaking who was like a representative in the same board meeting who said basically i feel bullied you're bullying me for saying no i can't participate in such thing and i get it it's the political you know to, to, to be politically correct you have to support them however We don't have to do anything. Yes, we are against them being bullied. We are against them being harmed physically or harmed mentally or whatever. We are against that. But whatever, we cannot support something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us do not do. We can't. Again, I'm going to keep saying it. Allah comes first for Muslims, for us. Allah will always come first. I don't care if I'm politically correct or not. Allah comes first. Pleasing Allah then Pleasing people. If pleasing people will contradict pleasing Allah, I will never please anyone except for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Now, the scholars never differed in Islam regarding this, by the way. Like, there was no difference of opinion. Because some people, and again, I want to go back to the, the Muslims who are trying to be apologetic, they're promoting the LGBT, they're trying to actually ask other Muslims to promote the LGBT. Who are you to do that? Are you going against the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? By the way, there are more verses that I just didn't mention. There's no time to mention all the verses. It's all about homosexuality. The Prophet ﷺ explained those verses and told us a lot more of you know, rulings that it is 100% fahisha, meaning it's 100% forbidden to get into the any kind of relationship or act upon. You're Having feelings you will never be held accountable if you keep your feelings to yourself and you don't act upon him. But again, my point is, there was, no, a diff, there was never a difference of opinion when it comes to the scholars regarding this. It is a major, major sin. So for those who are trying to promote him, the Muslims are, trying, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why? Now, nobody's saying don't be friends with them. Don't, you know, have... No, I, I actually have professional relationships with people from the LGBTQ. Yes, do work with them. I, I mean, they're human beings. They are sinners. So are you. However, you do not treat people because they're sinners because you are a sinner like them, right? The only thing is we don't have to accept their ideology. Same thing for them. They don't have to accept Islam, right? Are you forcing people to be Muslims? No. Yes, we are telling people about Islam. Whether you like it or not, it's on you. I'm not demanding people to support me. Am I correct? I'm not demanding from non-Muslims to support Islam. Nobody's demanding that. Nobody. Nobody. Because Islam is, the, we don't need support. We don't need propaganda. We don't need all of you know the PR uh, campaign for Islam. Islam speaks for itself. And I'm not comparing Islam to the LGBTQ. I'm comparing Islam to any ideology, any type of belief, whether it's religious or non-religious. My point is, I do not have to agree with you, and I do not have to support your ideology or your beliefs to be able to deal with you. Okay, so again, I just this is just a, a little bit of you know what's happening and what's going on, and at the end of the day, Islam is very strict on this. And by the way, other religions are they're all like Christianity, yes, they are strict against the LGBTQ, Judaism, same thing. Islam is not the only religion talking about this, by the way, but we are more of like, let's say, again, as as as. The actual only true religion that's left out there We are more obvious about it Obvious speaking against it Because again, we as Muslims do not compromise our religion for anybody We shouldn't It is a sin in the sight of Allah to compromise your religion For the sake of, you know, uh, the acceptance of people For the sake of, you know, following a certain trend Becoming popular, becoming loved by the other Yeah, you are a sinner in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this is regarding how do we feel about it and how to treat people from the LGBTQ and how to you know, see people who are Muslims who are promoting this because this is, it's just ridiculous. Who are you pleasing? Now, how to deal during Pride Month? Because here's the problem. Businesses, they spend billions of dollars, by the way. Billions of dollars promoting this every June. Every June of every year, they spend billions of dollars. Get some money, it's all business, right? Love is love, right? And and I always say this, and it's it's always very interesting when you say love is love. That does that mean, uh, pedophilia is okay now? Because love is love, right? Are you promoting pedophilia right now? Are you promoting incest? You know. Uh, so a brother and a sister, a father and a daughter, a mother and a so- like. Because you're saying love is love, you 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 literally saying there are no limits on love, and you're seeing it by now. By the way, it's happening. The other type of filth, and I call it filth because it's there's no other way to describe it, is increasing. Pedophilia is uh, there's. I heard an article that there's a group of people who are basically open about this and they say it's okay. Incest? Come on. People are talking about what was the... the, the, There are TV shows out there without mentioning names that promote this type of relationship, and people are loving it. They're eating it up. They're loving it. It shows you where we're heading as a society. And Muslims are pure. That's the difference between us and anybody else. We are pure because Allah told us how to be pure and how to live a pure life. You want to engage in a sexual you know, relationship Go get married In a halal way Once you get married Your spouse and, and, and yourself Could do whatever you want Again in the boundaries of What's halal and what's haram You do not do what's haram Like you know For example I'm going to give you an example And I'm, I'm sorry if I'm going to be Just a little bit of a You know explicit But I have to say this Between a husband and a wife uh, uh, anal intercourse is haram in Islam. It's hundred percent haram. Okay. One of the reasons why it's because the, the you know the, the anal w- where where you cannot have sex where this place is designated to basically um, the filth leaving your body from from this particular area, right? So you cannot engage in any type of intercourse from this area because it's a filthy area it's made for one purpose it's not made for procreation it's made for you know the filth to exit your body from this area that's what happens between two men you know who are gay men who are homosexuals that this is the only way that they could you know be sexually active do you see that the, the similarities here? Even this between a husband and a wife is 100% haram. You cannot do this. Actually, as a matter of fact, a husband who engages with his wife, uh, you know, again, I'm sorry, anally, Allah does not look at them on the day of judgment. Can you imagine? We're talking about a halal relationship here, but this you cannot do. So, here is how to tackle this. So, this is now, again, I gave you a brief. Of what Islam says about this and how we should think about this. If you're afraid, and again, it's gonna it's gonna happen. Like I said, there's billions of dollars spent on this. Where wherever you go, you're gonna find it. There's you cannot escape it, right? Teach your children. Tell them what's happening. Tell them what Islam says. Do not keep them wondering, because here's the thing. If you choose not to tell your children about pride month or about the lgbtq they will learn about it from social media they will learn about it from their friends at school they will learn about it from somewhere it's not going to be you and are you willing to take the risk that you won't be the source of knowledge when it comes to something like this i don't think so you shouldn't you should not take such a risk sit with them and explain to them sister amina sister susan talk to your children it's not haram to talk to your children about this because you're afraid that they might get their information from you know the wrong perspective or the wrong sources you don't want to do that trust me shield them with knowledge we have the right to protect our children our family members ourselves it's not personal. It's not something against the LGBT. Like I said, anything that contradicts Islam is something that we have to protect ourselves from. Anything. Same thing as if normal relationship, like a, if you're you know heterosexual having a normal relationship, we have to fight the notion of a relationship out of, uh, outside of the boundaries of marriage. We cannot accept that. Dating is not allowed in Islam. Being physical before marriage, premarital sex is not allowed in Islam. See, it has nothing to do with the LGBTQ. We have to fight that as well. Jesus is not the son of God. We have to tell our children that and explain to them why. Do you guys understand anything that contradicts Islam is something that we have to keep our children aware of. We have to shield them because they are children. And that's why they are after our children. That's why you hear about all the craziness with drag queens going into public schools and performing for little kids. It's it's insane. Wallahi, it is insane. Why they are after the children, because the children are still learning. They're forming their opinions, you know, about about this entire world. So when you, whatever the kind of group you are, when you promote your product to those children, they will grow up, quote-unquote, accepting you more. Even better, supporting you. Even, even better, becoming part of you. They will become part of that LGBTQ, for example. So you have to shield your children. You don't want them to come when they, or to keep forming their own opinions from, you know, outsiders. And then, one day you're going to have a discussion with your child And they're going to be like, no Being from the LGBTQ is fine Why are you saying it's haram? It's not Love is love You don't want to hear that You want to tell them Allah says this and why Causes a lot of, you know, STDs, diseases Why? It's against human nature Same thing when it comes to gender confusion Do you understand? Like Allah does not pull pranks on us Allah does not create you as a man And then, you know, I got you Now you feel like a woman Allah does not deal with us in in, in that way Allah is all wise Allah is all knowledgeable Allah does not make mistakes Explain to them all these things There's no such thing When, When there is gender confusion Like for example, the gender dysphoria It's coming from us It's coming from society And that's why it's been increasing recently Because of social media People are getting ideas and it's developing. You know, you wake up one day, you hear that someone is no longer a male. Another girl is no longer female. But then she is with uh, another female. So does that make her a male in the first place? Or does that make her, a, a you know, a gay girl? Or It's very confusing. And that is a fact because they are confused. Again, we are more disciplined than any other nation On the face of this earth Because we have our guidelines From Allah subhanahu Wa ta'ala We have our manual Remember the manual? Follow the manual And teach your children from that manual Inshallah, inshallah Of course make dua that Allah will keep them steadfast And will protect them But that's, that's all you can do Tell them what's right and what's wrong Tell them what I'm telling you right now And tell them Allah does not like it And now let's get to the point Remember I told you Just keep that point in mind To the end of the episode The idea that Allah punishes An entire nation For something like this Is scary It's scary wallahi Allah could punish an entire country For this Now we're not saying Allah will We don't know Whatever Allah wants Allah will do We just don't know but there has been precedence When it comes to the people of Lot Allah it destroyed the entire nation Now granted Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Destroys certain nations But when their prophet is among them Meaning what? When Allah sends you a prophet directly You don't hear about him He comes to you And tells you what you're doing is wrong And you reject the prophet Allah punishes you immediately That's what I mean by Allah punishes a nation When the prophet is sent to them so that is, that's that's a thing by the way That happened with Prophet Saleh, You know, Ad and Thamud are Like many prophets That Allah punished the people immediately So, bottom line is Educate yourself And educate your family members Your friends Shield your community Otherwise there's nothing else That you could do There's nothing You know May Allah subhanahu wa taala, you know, protect all of us from any type of fahisha, and you know, make us always be able to speak against anything that contradicts our perfect religion. Thank you so much for listening. Wassalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.